0: ESPN1420 ncom For all the reasons you love sports Great Scott The Great Scott Show And as they head into the final furlong All of the other
1: radio stations and radio hosts Are left in the wake of a keen turn of speed
0: By the Great Scott Show The champion With Scott Prather Steal the show On ESPN1420 and ESPN1420.com
2: Everybody, good morning. Welcome in. For this Tuesday edition of the Great Scott Show, the Great Sports Callers Open Think Tank. Now, typically he joins us on Thursdays, but uh, this Thursday is Thanksgiving. And um, I'm thankful that he has so many bad takes in the world of sports that I can just give him grief for it all the time. I'm talking about Norman Locke, who joins me now. From parts unknown. Good morning, Norm.
3: Good morning. Good morning, Scott. My Not, bad takes.
2: Yeah, how does it how does it feel to be wrong so often in the world of sports?
3: I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I wouldn't say I, I'd be wrong a lot. You know, I to say my my takes be pretty accurate and be pretty fair. Some left field, some right field, some center field.
4: Oh,
2: really? So give me it. Give me something that you were you felt like you were you were wrong about.
3: Something that I was wrong about, hmm, I think early on in the season, I say Seattle might be a contender, but, you know, I started reneging on it, and then now I'm full-fledged not taking Seattle serious.
2: Okay, all right. I mean, you. Yeah, last um, week we made our picks in that Cards-Hawks game. I had the Hawks, you had the Cards, so that's another thing you were wrong about.
3: Yeah. Yeah, that's what I said, but you know, after watching that
2: game, Austin, <laughs> just messing with you, man. <laughs> uh, look. We're right about some stuff or wrong about some stuff. Uh, sometimes, yeah. you know, you move the goalpost a little good bit, game, sometimes you don't. Uh, it was a good game. It was a good We're going to go through our picks yeah. last week. We we both hit some, we both missed some. I mean, look, uh, you 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 hit Houston. That was that was that was pretty big. That was pretty big. You actually hit Houston. You hit that pick, which was
3: I felt it. I surprising. felt it. I told you I felt it.
2: Um and we're gonna we're gonna see who was more right and who was more wrong uh with the picks. We'll make some picks for Thanksgiving week as well. Uh but um, you know, Taysom Hill and the Saints beat the Falcons. You didn't think that was gonna happen either.
3: No, I didn't I didn't expect it to happen. Did I think it was gonna happen? Probably so, but did I expect it to happen? No, I didn't. What does that mean?
2: Let's just see. That's that's moving the goal. That's some that's some interesting use of the English language, right there. <laughs> um, I mean, you you look look. There were some things that Taysom did well. There were some things he didn't do well. And my take going in was, mm-hmm. I'm not a believer in this long term. I think it could work today. Mm-hmm. I need to see some more. Um, it did work on Sunday. He did some things better than I thought he would do. But I am not getting on a stand one way or the other before or after that game um, you know okay. I, okay. it's just I think I think it's he's very polarizing um, I think that's fair to say I don't mean his personality his personality is just kind of like very low key but I just mean as a as a as a player on the field and you know I, I everyone has a strong opinion on him and and they wanted to shape a strong opinion one way or another based off his first start. And I, I, I'm just going to be responsible. I think that's silly, Norm.
3: Well, now first thing is everybody has a strong opinion about every starting quarterback in the NFL. Let's start by saying that. So Taysom Hill doesn't get some, you know, he doesn't, he's not getting extreme criticism or extreme praise. Every starting quarterback in the NFL gets
2: so, you so let, me, yeah. let me jump in here for a second. So, you think everything leading up to that game over the weekend, once Taysom Hill was announced mm-hmm. as starter, was just like any other starting quarterback? You didn't think any of the buildup to that game and the narrative surrounding it was different at all? Well, the coverage I was very same. different. I mean, the coverage was very well, different.
3: Well, the coverage, okay, now I see this in comparison to the amount of coverage that Tua got when Ryan Fitzpatrick got benched. I see it as the amount of coverage that Joe Burrow got in his first NFL start. So that's why I said when, when it's a new starting quarterback in the NFL for a football franchise, it's going to get extra amount of coverage.
2: Yeah, but this now, is – might
3: have seen
2: – Here's the difference, though. I mean, Tua and Burrow are the, the solidified future of the teams. They drafted them. Everyone knew that. This is – Drew Brees has been there since 06. The Saints are in first place. They're going to start Jameis. Wait, what? They're not. They're going to start Taysom. Really? Does Sean Payton well, really? But like that, that. This 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 whole situation. It was different the same. Than que- that it of, was question marks about and Tua and it was, uh, Is he
3: is he injured? Would do is Tua as good as his counterparts that was drafted? We need to see what Tua has. Why hasn't Miami started Tua? It was a bunch of questions circulating with Tua before he started, and then now three weeks later they've benched him. So. There was a big circulation. Now, we might not have seen the local media and the local uh, fan base frenzy in Miami because we are in Lafayette, but probably in Florida, it was probably as big as Taysom Hill starting also. Maybe in Florida. Now, second—
2: But, but, but don't you think that Tui is once they drafted him, he was the future? Like, at least as far as the Dolphins go, they drafted oh, him to be yes. their future quarterback. Same thing with Burrow. This was kind of, this is still a question mark in New Orleans. Well, I mean, I mean, and, and well that's,
3: that's what Sean Payton said. Sean Payton said they got the, the new version of Steve Young for the future of the Saints. I mean, he, is, he has said multiple times, Taysom Hill is the future of the Saints.
2: Why do you think a lot, lot of people didn't believe, didn't believe Sean Payton? At, until, I mean, because, they might believe him now, but leading up to it. One, he lies on you. because that's, the
3: that's eye test, the eye, one, uh, the eye test, and it's like you know, people can look at stats, but we we all watch this game that we love called football, and the eye test of of Taysom Hill at quarterback isn't pleasing. Now, I did get the job done, but every time we see Taysom Hill at the quarterback position, it's not visually pleasing for 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 watchers. And I think that's what, what made it more polarizing because it just seems like this guy shouldn't be playing. He shouldn't be playing quarterback. Oh, he is playing quarterback. Oh, okay. And, you know, I went back to look at Tim Tebow's first couple starts when he was with Denver. And, you know, I went back and looked at the highlights, went back and read some articles. And I'm I'm getting the same type of vibes. You know, it got he got the job done in Denver. He won five games straight. And won a playoff game. But then it never panned out ever again for Tim Tebow as a starting quarterback in the NFL. And I think the trajectory probably can be right. You know, we always say that Tim Tebow was a hell of an athlete, a hell of a football player, a hell of a teammate. And we probably can say all those great things about Taysom Hill. But the one thing that we, we probably won't say about Tim Tebow and Taysom Hill is he was a great NFL quarterback. Well, and, I, I mean, that I, pretty I much was – I
2: certainly wouldn't say that either. Um, I mean, yeah, so, I is, mean, that, it's, that's pretty much it's, – it's, it's, it's one game where he looks sharp. Um, I do think he's faster on his feet than Tim was. Um, I don't know, man. I, I, I feel like there's so much hyperbole about it, and ultimately for the Saints, they just got to ride this This thing, my question. And, and they got to get Drew Brees back if they want a shot to win it. Now, here, go ahead and ask your question, because we got to make some points about the Saints' defense. Okay, um, but go ahead. I don't want to cut you off from the point you're about. To yeah. So, 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 so,
3: my question to Saints fans are is, if Atlanta, quote unquote, is Atlanta, and they will always find a way to lose, right? They were the 31st ranked defense in the NFL, and no passing touchdowns were thrown, and we can say that there was, you know, two punts. That work on the stat line is going to be dingers, going to be zips, 44-yard completion and Emmanuel Sanders, and I forgot what was the other deep ball. Um, Do you really honestly look at the entire game and say say to yourself, like, yes, Taysom Hill should be the future of the New Orleans Saints?
2: Uh, I I think that would be silly to say that. Okay.
3: I, that's all that's all I, want. I I respect your opinion your, ju- I think, your judgment I, I think and your thoughts. I think
2: I think to completely rule it out like I still don't lean toward yes this is sustainable I don't but I'm but I am willing to be open to something if it if it continues to work over and over and over I'm not going to do anything after one game I mean I had my questions going into it and uh and I still do I mean I I just it's it's a single game, and let's see what they do in Denver. Let's see what they do round two against Atlanta. But right now he's a guy that does some things well, some things poorly. Had a strong debut as a starter, but it's one game. Let's see where it goes from here. I have my questions, um, but I'll be open to being wrong if I end up being wrong. I'm, I don't, I'm just not going to sit here and stand on a mountain and say no way, no how, because it, everything about it feels unconventional, and I think that's what's Difficult about it, right? Does that make sense? Like everything well, about it, just kind of. And then you got the Saints, who have been offensively. I mean, you you know, just been one way or another. It's going to be hard when Drew Brees is done. But dude's got eleven broken ribs. Your boy Roma didn't have eleven. I'm just I'm just saying. I mean, you were trying to question yeah, Brees' I mean, toughness last. It wasn't
3: night. compound. It wasn't count. He didn't play uh, a half. After
2: like Tony 11. Romo
3: and come back and win the game. It's eleven.
2: Just, just, 11. just admit the breeze is tough. Just do it. Just admit it. He only played. He played a snap. He broke eleven ribs. He played way more than a snap, by the way. He broke well, eleven ribs. Well, how many ribs. was He's punctured? As I don't well. know. You're not gonna uh, sit there to, and act like the guy's tough.
3: He's not that tough.
2: Let's see that now. Now you're just now you're just trolling.
3: He's not that tough. Tony Romo came back and played a half. And Tony Romo ain't missed no game. Tony Romo played the next game.
2: Why didn't Tony? Well, why? Why is it? You played the next game. Why is it always? Why you're the one? You brought up, up to totally no, You brought up Romo last week. You did. I didn't. And I said I've never said. I that, said I I've brought up suggested. multiple quarterbacks.
3: They had never other quarterbacks that played with Romo broken in
2: I've never suggested I just, that. I suggested that breeze, yeah, just. I never suggested you You just said he's not tough. You literally I said, just said it. You I said let's
3: not it. all think that Drew Brees would be fighting Mike Tyson in the ring. He's not that tough. You literally he was just tough for that said play.
2: and I quote yeah. He's not tough. Mm-hmm. You literally just said that. You yeah, just said yeah. that. Yeah. I, I mean just said it, but
3: last week yeah, I said no, so that,
2: are you are you standing by that? You don't think the dude's tough? Because that's that's a that's no, a I, awful think,
3: I think I think I just don't think he wasn't tough as Tony Romo. Oh, because that's ask. what you compared them to. You brought, no, you, you brought, brought compare, up Romo brought, last
2: week. You brought Romo up this week. Because I, didn't Romo say did, Romo. I brought him up because you brought him up last week, and you said, well, Romo had some, you know, fractured ribs. He didn't have 11. Just pointing out. Yeah, he
3: didn't He didn't have 11. And, and, and Drew Brees didn't play the rest of the game, and he on IR. And Tony Romo wasn't, so I'm sorry.
2: Punctured lung, clean x-ray, did good, didn't have 11 broken ribs, you know. Had one broken sounded rib. like
3: an old man that fell down one. One stair. broken
2: rib. That's another thing. I mean, how old was, this, this was 2011. <laughs> I mean, when you, when, let me tell you something. When you get injured at 41 compared to, uh, however. Rice old Krispie was, treats
3: oof, cracking.
2: A lot different.
3: It sounded like. 41 versus 31. That's, that's pop.
2: Tell you what, man. It was like shattered glass, dude. It's just, that's a, that's a painful thing. But. Ultimately, Man, they got to
3: put Drew Brees in the the big three lead, then. Get him out of here.
2: Big threes. I tell you what, they oh. they the Saints need him back if they want a shot of winning the Super Bowl. But the way their defense is playing, they got it. They got a good shot right now, Norm.
3: Yeah, no, nah, the defense. And I, I mean, I, I said that. I said that the reason why the Saints are, was going to beat Atlanta was going to be off the hands of their defense. Well, you picked I, a, I you picked, picked Atlanta to, to win. I'm to just
2: I'm just checking receipts here. Checking. So you picked the Falcons I did. Win. Okay.
3: I did pick the Falcons to win, but I say if the Saints were going to win, it's going to be off the helms of their defense, not the offense. Which is this is true. All right, twenty-four
2: points. No,
3: no passing touchdowns were thrown against the thirty-first ring defense.
2: Twenty-four points. I'm just
3: I, you know I just blow I'm blow, I'm blown by that stat. I think that's the one that I got I got to keep harping on. And that it's like you know throw, Saints, that they
2: didn't throw a touchdown. That's like a big deal to you?
3: Well, no, no, because it's like in my head, it's like okay, the Saints have the number one rushing defense. And no rushing touchdowns were scored, so you know that kind of makes sense. And you know, you look back at this, the past stats. You're like, okay, the Saints haven't given up a hundred-yard rusher in like three years. Okay, let's go back. Okay, big-time rushing teams—they don't rush well against the Saints. The Saints have number one defense.
2: Yeah, you know, they had more passing yards rushing than rushing defense. yards, right? You're just harping on the fact that it—that wasn't a touchdown scored by that. Well, one thing, I, they, it would be one thing if he looking, threw for like forty yards, Norm, but that's not what happened.
3: I mean, he threw for like a hundred and fifty. If you take away the two punts, that was you know wow. Well, first of all, one of those one
2: of the one of those was was called back. Uh, the other one was.
3: Whoa, uh, <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa! It got called back because it was a penalty. Correct. It didn't get called back because it just got called back. Yeah, it was, it was something illegal going yes. on that play. I think it was. Yes. It was a holding, right?
2: Yes, it was Sorry, a blank we can't, hole. We can't
3: count that one. It was I'm a, not counting it, was it.
2: You're the one counting it. You just said if you take those away, he only did this. And I'm saying you're using two, and one of them didn't even count. I'm calling you out. Yeah,
3: okay. <laughs> oh, okay, so the, the, if you take away the 44-yard completion from his 220 yeah. yards, that'll like leave him said, at what? It's
2: about, it's about actually watching because his worst throw was a 44-yard catch. His best throw was a drop. I mean – you, you, oh, no. His worst throwing. throw was a seven, was a, was a two yards four a yard. Two yards, rolling out two yards in front of a guy's face. <laughs> that was the worst throw. That
3: was a bad throw. <laughs> hey, Scott, I ain't throwing the ball that bad.
2: I ain't also, throwing the ball that bad. I'm also, just saying. You also haven't gone 18 of 23 in an NFL game, so. You don't know that. I
3: do know that. I'm not 30 yet. All I'm right. not 30 yet, see, Scott. Norm, Norm I have is, time. I have time. A,
2: Norm is talking a lot of trash. Let's go. Look, we're going to check the receipts. We're going to go back. Look at our picks from last I'm not week. 30 yet. And see not uh, And see who ended up on top in terms of our overall picks here. We're going to have some fun. That's Stormy and Lock. I'm Scott Prather. Dig into a little bit of Pelicans move, some NBA stuff, some college football as well, Cajuns. Heading to Monroe on Saturday. Talk about what we're thankful for this year. It is Thanksgiving week, Norm. We need to get, you know, a little right, We're going to do all of that. Don't go anywhere. This is the Great Scott Show. I'm Scott Frather. That is the host of the morning lock-in. Norman Locke, Sunday mornings, 8 a.m. Don't miss it. Don't go anywhere. Great Scott Show continues right after this.
5: pandemic
4: may be changing the way people
2: Welcome back into the great Scott show. Good morning, everybody. Happy Thanksgiving week. Norman Locke joining me on a Tuesday this week with Thanksgiving being Thursday. You know what Norm's going to be doing on Thanksgiving, watching um, really bad football. What's really bad football? Uh, The NFC East.
3: Yeah, it's pretty bad. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, it's historically bad. But it's more on that bad. later. But hey, three and seven, man. You're right there in the thick of it. Thick of that playoff Hey, birth.
3: And I and I hate it. I hate it, Scott. That win hurt me more than it, it helped
2: really? me. Really? All right. We'll get to that. So let's yes. let's take a gander at some of our picks from uh week eleven and our overall percentage that we got correct now we both okay. picked seven games the same browns um we picked the lions which that didn't work out we picked pittsburgh mm-hmm. uh we picked miami that didn't work out we picked the Chargers. we picked indy we picked kansas city now you owe me a favor on the indie pick because you were trying really hard to say if Devontae adams plays the packers will win and i said well you can't change your pick you got to make it now so and then you ended up texting me I don't remember. Maybe you tweeted me you said, "See, Adams is playing. The Packers are going to win." But I'm going to be a man of my word because when the pick was on the record, it was Indy. So that's a win for you. So you're welcome. All right, Cards Hawks. That's a, that's a that's a W for me. Saints Falcons. Okay. That's a W for me. Cincy Washington football team. That's a W for me. All right. Norman, can Norm make a comeback? Well, Tennessee Baltimore. That's a W for Norm. Houston New England. Man, pick the Texans. I got to tip my cap. That's, a, that's, that's for Norm. Dallas and Minnesota, guess what? He picked his Cowboys. That's a win for Norm. So now it comes down to last night's game. I had the Rams. He had the Bucks. I'll take it. 64% winning percentage for Week 11 for me. 57% for Norm. It went down to the final Monday night game. So good competition this week, Norm. I'm not going to sit here and rub it in. I mean, it came down to a single game. That was pretty good.
3: Yeah, and the the Bucks, uh, Leonard Fournette went out there and laid an egg. Uh, so um, the Rams, uh, I mean, are the are the Rams
2: out? the best team in the NFC West?
3: It's look like it's trending that way, Scott. Like, that, it, that, it really that, is. I have to. I have defense, to. Defense, man. I have to give them some. Man, that de- the offense. No, I, Jared, we Jared we know Bob the defense can play. The ball, man. Robert Woods and Cooper Cup, man, they they looked at explosive as of past years. Last year, their run game still isn't all the way activated, but I'm liking the. I didn't think they would be able to score that many points. You know, I think that's what we talked about last time. That's why I didn't pick the Rams. I didn't think their offense would be able to to score that amount of that that many points. So I, I have to tip my hat to the Rams and that NFC West is a battlefield. That is a Royal Rumble that you do not want. That's the Undertaker, Triple H, and The Rock. Here's what and then the, the 49ers are, are, are the Dudley boys, but just one. But
2: well, here, here, here's, here's what's difficult, okay? Here is what, especially when you consider it's 2020 and you don't have your normal home field advantage, right? I mean, you might have well, you know, a couple fans here or there, but it's not like it's going to be the factor, it's nice to not have to travel and things like that. I'm not trying to say you want to play on the road. But consider this. Let's say they get all 256 games in Norm, and it is your seven-team playoff format in each conference. Do you want to be the NFC champion who is likely going to finish behind the NFC, probably going to finish behind the Saints and Packers? Um, do you want to be the three-seed Rams – Or, heck, I'll even say, let's say they're the two. Do you want to be a two or three seed and have to play probably the Cardinals or Seahawks, or do you want to be on the road and getting to play at either Dallas, the Giants, the Eagles, or the Washington football team for the first week of the playoffs? Because let me tell you something, the point spread is going to be a lot different it's probably going to be a, a much higher favorite for the team that doesn't win the division. This is just a reminder of how messed up the NFL playoff format is. Just seed them the way they're supposed to be seated, but you got to award them a home playoff game. that, ah, man, it, it, I, there's, there's an argument to be made that the team that finished the second in the West has a better shot of reaching, reaching the Super Bowl than the team that wins it, which is crazy because, because the, no, the, it, team, the team that wins right? the division – they're going to have a much tougher battle getting to round two of the playoffs than the team that finishes runner-up. And it sucks.
3: <laughs> That's the only way I can really sum it up is you, you're right. And I would hate to have to see the Cardinals or the Rams in the first round. Like I feel like whoever gets the Seattle Seahawks is going to get the
2: easier game.
3: Uh maybe two, it two might yeah, it might
2: be Dallas. I mean or Washington. So look, whoever the the 3 seed is is most Don't likely, don't jinx my team like that. It's most likely please, going please. to be they're going to have to face either Tampa Bay, Arizona, Seattle, the Rams, one of those three likely going to win the division, so they'll have to play either one of the other two or Tampa. And and yes, I mean Brady's pick last night was horrendous and and the Rams beat him but i'm sure they would probably prefer to play an NFC east team round 1 than possibly host the bucks so yeah man it, it's this this playoff format it's I, is this the is this the year that finally gets them to change something in terms of how they seed it or is that just always going to be around and we just have to accept it
3: i think that's just how we have to accept it um i think the format with the divisions i think that's just the easiest way to do this i don't know what a total Conference playoff seating will look like. I think some years it will probably. It, it's some way that it will probably end up being unfair if it's total conference. Uh, we look at the Western Conference division in the NBA, and we see sometimes it comes down to splitting hairs uh, to get that eighth and that seventh seat. So I think it just causes a little bit if more if you trouble. wanted to
2: even guarantee a playoff spot for a division winner, which I wouldn't, but if you even wanted to do that, but just don't guarantee them a better seed in a home game. You know what I mean? Like, all right, you won the division, so you at least get in, but you're not rewarded with this thing that you finished, you know, five or six games back of this other team that now you have to host. I mean, that's just, you know, obviously it happened to the same
3: Well, you're rewarded for winning your division. So if if that would be the rule, then what if two teams come out that division? The second team, for sure, certainly shouldn't get – our home playoffs. Well, no, I mean, uh, two, if seeding, two, you, so. you only
2: got one division winner and if it's a historically bad division, whoever finishes in second isn't even coming close to sniffing the playoffs. Well, you
3: got to have home. Well, I'm saying you have to have a home team. So imagine like you have a division like the NFC South. Because, well, okay, so if you have um, the the number one seed team gets a home seat and a bye, right? The number two seed, the number three seed, and let's say the number four seed is a division winner like the Cowboys, but doesn't have a better record than the Bucs. Well, the Bucks shouldn't get rewarded a home playoff game because they didn't win their the, their, see, that, their I, division. I, I don't
2: agree with that. I think that's that's awful. Not to mention they're they're clearly playing in a more difficult division, so their path to get more wins like Philly has three wins right
3: now. It's a difficult division right now. See, I think that I that's think we're just, all in the space of right I'm now, just, right no, I'm now, just, I'm just using it as books, an
2: example. I'm just using this year as an example. Yeah,
3: I'm, we're I am. I am too, because this is what this is. This uh, the, like you said, the NFC East is historically bad this year. But that's this year. It's historically bad. We never ran into this problem or thought about this problem until this year because of how historically bad the NFC East is. But, but next year, it, Washington shouldn't have two quarterbacks on IR next year, Dak Prescott
2: shouldn't be on IR. And, and if they, I don't know and what and to say about the Eagles with And if the, Carson and if the champion has a lot, you know, uh, less record than that of a team. That's a wild card. I don't think they should be rewarded with getting to host them. That's just how I feel about it. Yeah. I mean, back when it was just three I, divisions I, I in each feel, conference, <coughs> the wild card, the number four wild card got to host a playoff game. This is, this idea, everything changed in, in 2002 when they went to, to 32 teams, four divisions these each conference. They basically did away with the idea that you know, you could win. I mean, the, 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 the Titans were 13-3 one year, and they were a wild card way back in the day, but at least they got to host a playoff game because they were really good, and there were only three teams in each conference. That was back in, I guess, 99. But under the other scenario, you could be a 13-win oh. team and not even host a playoff
3: game. You know what I mean? Things back in 99 was the norm or was, the, or was the, the, the go-to that we probably look at and be like, no, we shouldn't have been doing that.
2: Now, well, one thing they should do is not reward a home playoff game to a team that is probably going to win their division with six wins. I mean, I, I don't know how you can't agree mm-hmm. with that.
3: Because I, I I told you, I don't agree with if you don't win your division, you shouldn't host a playoff game over a divisional winner. No matter it. their record, they won the division.
2: All right, let's win Let's win this awful division and get rewarded over a team that a much- No, why track. Why did
3: I tell you why I did, uh, one, stop wishing winning this division on my Cowboys, Scott. I'm going right. to need you to stop this right Half now. Half game back. I'm going to need you to stop this right
2: Thursday, now. I win Thursday, and it, it, they're in the driver's seat, man.
3: No, <laughs> driving. Oh, no, of a Prius, and
2: then Philly loses Monday night, which they will to Seattle, and boom, you're you're right there. All right, hey, look, look, we're having fun. Two six nine ten seventy seven. I I'm I, I'm Scott Prater. That's Norman Lock. Let's head to the phone lines. Good morning, Josh. How are you? Welcome into the show.
4: Uh, I I
1: I agree with both of you in some ways. I, I agree with Norm because the situation is an anomaly. It doesn't happen often. But I will say I can remember starkly the Saints losing to Seattle and Seattle had no business making the playoffs that year because they were not a good team. And Marshawn Lynch just so happened to have the Ooh, greatest B-square. running back game of his career. But that team was trash. Like, that team should not have made the playoffs. There were teams that were just better than them that, that had lower seeds, but they won that division, and that division was garbage that year. It was garbage almost every year before – the rest of the division decided to play football because San Francisco wasn't good, Arizona wasn't good, the Rams were terrible. So I I think that I agree with Scott in some ways because you don't want that to happen. But at the same time, I feel like I can only think of those two scenarios in the past like 10, 15 years. So for me, I don't feel like it's
2: it's not. But you're just thinking of scenarios where the team with the worst record won the game, and that scenario the team was four games worth. There are a lot of years where the four seed does not have as many wins as the five.
1: Oh, no, not as many, but I'm saying it's not as much of a disparity. So I guess what I'm saying is if the four seed has, let's say, nine or goes nine and seven and the five seed goes 10 and six, but the 10 and 16 didn't win their division, I don't believe because they won one more game, they deserve a home game over a team that had to win a division. You see what I'm saying? Like, if, if there's a huge disparity, like this year. So you have, you want them to the just set a mark
2: bad. on just how bad it has to be? Why not just let it be on the field? Okay, you want the if you want to if you want the division to mean something other than just a banner, just guarantee them a playoff spot, and then seed everybody from there. Nope. Win yeah, mean, I mean, your division. Win your division. Your Cowboys are going to win, did. and then and then good luck with that. The, good luck Scott. With, that's good luck the third time. about this eight or, get, good luck with having a draft pick like. Fourteen spots worse.
3: See? and T, yeah, and that's what? crazy. <laughs> I hate to
1: say, I hate to tell you I hate to tell you, buddy, but it Dalton's trying to get him a contract somewhere, and he's going to be playing a lot better than he had been. And I think Mike.
3: Why was, y'all
1: like? Didn't we say like we like got to be nice? Remember, remember last year whenever Atlanta, uh, when Atlanta was just terrible, and then I forget the head coach who it was, but. They started winning, like rattling all those Quinn. games, and it saved yeah. his job.
2: Yeah, and then he yeah, went to five. Yeah, remember it saved his job. Yep, that was dumb.
1: That's that that's that's what's about to happen. That's what's about to happen with your boy Mike McCarthy. So just sit back, relax, and eat your popcorn he and drink your tears because it's coming. But but I want the, the other thing I wanted to say was because like you uh, did y'all watch the game last night and feel like t- uh, Tom Brady did not look good.
2: He he he's looked like he's looked most of the year with the exception of the Green Bay game. He's. Good throws, bad throws, nothing compared to what he was even just three or four years ago. I don't think he looked bad, but, but you know, I mean, clearly, clearly there are issues there. He's not the best quarterback. Uh, I mean, if you were ranking NFC quarterbacks, where do you even put Brady right now?
1: I probably put him right where Taysom Hill is with his 220 yards passing and no touchdowns. That's probably where I put him, but no, I'm just playing. I'm just joking. He pretty much had the same stats as Taysom Hill. I mean, he had, le- he had less completion percentage and one more turnover, but pretty much the exact same yards. But I will say this, though. I, I think Did that. Did he have it any passing touchdowns?
2: He had a, yes, he, he had an reception. Yeah, too.
3: Taysom had a fumble. Don't forget about that too. Them baby hands, Taysom oh, got. Don't, don't, don't. I, Listen,
1: no, I don't. Norm. I'm on the same page. Listen, I'm on the same page as you. I don't. I still don't believe Taysom Hill's a quarterback. I'm not. I'm not buying it yet. So
2: long term.
1: I'm on that side of
4: the not fence. Long term. I'm. I, 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 I don't.
3: Scott think. really feel like anybody can play quarterback on one given day or three given times. Sure. Because if you can't play quarterback for 16, I'm not calling you a quarterback. Now I'm I'm pretty sure we got a couple guys in the NFL, more than a couple. There's probably a bunch. Jarvis Landry could probably have nice. a Taysom Hill type of nice. game. I've seen I've seen Jarvis Landry complete multiple passes downfield, Scott.
2: Seen, you've seen him complete three passes in his career. Come on, I love Jarvis. Let's not, let's not be ridiculous. Hold
3: on. Hold on, I don't know, I don't know, Scott. He's an athlete.
1: Before this game, before this game, Taysom Hill had only completed ten. So. Ten three. It's not a whole huge difference. I'm just saying.
3: And and, and Jarvis no. Landry's younger. He's younger. He's younger. He could be a franchise quarterback. We don't have the tape yet. We haven't seen it, Scott. <laughs> Nick <laughs> Underhill said we don't have the tape yet. We don't have the tape yet. No. So I can't. We can't not say the good things that he can do. And the bad things that he won't do. We don't have the tape yet. We have. I'm. I'm. I'm Sean Payton is a genius. He's a quarterback whisperer.
1: Well. I mean, I, he was a quarterback's coach, but the reason, why I, a, I, the, reason why, the main reason why I called was is I just wanted to get your opinion, both of y'all. Like, how, like, how long do you re- realistically think Drew's going to be out? Because I know he's saying he wants to be back in, like, three weeks, and I know some doctors are saying eight and nine weeks because of how many ribs you broke. I don't but, know. I'm not a I doctor. Mean, I,
2: I don't know. I have no idea. I have zero idea. So for me to say, I mean, hopefully by the time they play the Chiefs or hopefully by Christmas when they play the Vikings, the guy's got 11 ribs, which, which Norm says he's not tough, 11 broken ribs and a, and a punctured lung, so I, I have no clue. Hey, oh, tough, as a tough. He's
1: about as tough as a oh, honey bun.
2: He's about as tough
3: as a honey bun. Tough as a honey bun. That man played a whole, a, a, a whole other drive. He played,
1: one snap. He, play
3: one, snap. played he one, one snap.
2: he didn't play one snap. Play one snap. He didn't play one snap. Now your facts are wrong. But if, if you
1: don't think he's tough, then you can't think Dak
3: Prescott's tough. Hey, I don't know what tough is right now. Only tough I see right now is Taysom Hill on that quarterback field. On that on that field playing quarterback. That's the only tough guy I know right now. You don't want to tackle him. <laughs> oh, he he don't want me to tackle him. He's gonna get hurt. <laughs> Four season he, I, ending injuries.
2: How many times has he got hurt? I think he's
3: in the pros. <laughs> How many times? How many? What the what the caller said? He only attempted ten passes
2: prior to Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. Man, that's crazy. Give him some time. (laughs) Guys, again, for the record, I don't think it is sustainable long term. But I'm willing to admit if I end up being wrong. (laughs)
3: <laughs> what is long term, though? You talk about me pushing long, the goalposts? Long, long, long
2: term is if they go into next year and he's the starting quarterback and they're just all, you know, give him a contract extension, that's when I get really the worried.
1: The thing is, the thing is, the thing is, is that people think that this dude is Josh Allen. It's my issue. And I know you don't, uh, Scott, I'm just talking in generalities of the mass amount of people I've talked to are heard from or seen posts from about Taysom Hill. They think this dude is Josh Allen. I think he's a Dollar Tree version of Josh Allen. That's my personal opinion. He could become something more, but I just don't. I just don't see it. Like I guess, and you're you're saying that too. You don't see him being dancer long term. I just think it's funny when you got people like Troy that's gonna call him and be like, Jay Sam is the man. Okay, he's gonna be. You know, and he's gonna go into it. Tell you, Hey, Sam Hill is an awesome quarterback. He's the future. Sean Payton knows what he's doing, and you know it's coming." So, it's just, I don't, I, don't, I don't buy it. But, no, I just wanted to call in and see how you guys are doing this morning and just let you know, Norm, I'm sorry. I know it's a bad thing for you, but you, it's going to happen, dude. I'm, I'm sorry. The Cowboys looked entirely too good Sunday compared to how they looked before, and they're trying to save their coach's job. So
3: We the seven-ranked passing offense in the league, so please. I, 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 don't, I want it to get worse, not better. Please, please. You're
1: about to you're about to you're about to have pick number 60 in the draft and lose in the first round of the playoffs. So, like I told you, Scott can print it out for you. We have a document, it's an official transference to Saints fandom. You can let go of the Cowboys, you can accept your birthright and just move on, man. It's done. It's not nineteen ninety five anymore. Moon pies aren't thirty cents, a gallon of gas is forty five cents. It's time to be a, a, a team of a, a fan of a winning team. You can't hold those trophies that were won before you were born. You know, if you want to become a Saints fan, we'll we'll welcome you with open arms. Talk to you later.
3: He wants me to transfer to the Saints as Drew Brees exits out of out of his the the, the, the best the, the golden years of the Saints. <laughs> he wants me to transfer and be a Saints fan when the dark ages is about to happen i just I, uh, no you, know, you you grew no. up in New Orleans and rooted for no. a,
2: a bad cowboys team the majority of your life so i mean i it I, wasn't
3: I, much better looking at the saints in the n f c west so yeah before you before what you, you were,
2: i mean the the, the saints have been was it better
3: much better than the saints in the n f c west have the
2: saints been better during your life than than the cowboys yes or no no Oh come on! See now, you want me to pull? You saved my, yeah. oh. my life. You saved my life. You saved my life. You saved my life. As long as you can actually, your first football memories. Have you the Saints s- been better? You s- All right, I'm asking you a different question. <laughs> you can
0: remember
2: watching football as a child.
3: It's been it's it's even because the Saints have only been good from to, from 2006 to to to, to, to 2010. And then from 2012 to 2016, the Saints was back trash. And then 2016 to today, well, actually,
2: the Saints have in been. 20, in, 20, in 2013, they won the division. So let's not let's not just leave that out of it. And the Cowboys have been garbage for the majority of your life, as far as you can.
3: The remember? cow, the Cowboys might win a division this year too. So don't don't bring up that 2013 season you you mean, like you it know, was just won, the best.
2: They won 11 games that year, and they are you serious? You're you're comparing the NFC South in 2013 to the historically NFC East, which right now has a cumulative winning percentage of 313. Actually, a better way to phrase it is a losing percentage of 687. The worst divisional record for an entire season belongs to the NFC West in 2008. Not even 2010. They were 344 that year. As a division, they finished 20 games under 500, and the NFC East is on pace to shatter that. And considering they all get to play one another twice is just a reminder of how horrendous this division is. You don't want to – whoever yeah, that, wins it, they don't need to hang the banner. Just leave it. Don't hang a banner up for winning
3: it. You know, you know what's crazy, Scott? I don't care about none of the other teams. Like, when, like that's the crazy thing. If your division is bad – like, the, the AFC East has been horrendously bad, too, other than the Patriots. So it's like, I don't care about the other teams. Like, just it doesn't matter. Now, this season, like you said, I don't – want the Cowboys to win the division because it's going to mess up our draft stock. But if if the other teams in the division are bad, you don't care. I don't care if the Eagles are bad. I don't care if the, the Washington football team is bad. I don't care. That, you, wake me up in the morning when they're good, Scott. That, that'll alarm me more. I don't care about the rest of these teams in the division. I don't care if it's historically bad. I don't care about the Cowboys. Yeah, so you, I and, don't and, and I know, care. I
2: and you you brought it up and said we might win a division. So don't start with that twenty thirteen stuff when that was actually a good division. And well, was I was
3: comparing record. it to the Saints. I was comparing that that the Saints. We were talking about the Saints, not the division. I don't care about the division of the NFC. So I was talking about the Saints. So, that Saints. So well, the you Saints, said the Saints, that
2: the Saints were eleven and five. Actually, they didn't win the division. They they were second, and the Panthers were twelve and four. And you're trying so your facts were wrong. And you're you're trying to suggest that the Cowboys could win a division this year and it would be worth something. You suggested in 2013 the Saints were garbage. That's how this started, correct? I said the stretch. I, I gave no, you, you a you, bunch you of stretches. Said, yeah, no, you know, I said gave 2012 this. to 2016, and I said there's one year in there you got wrong. That's all. Yeah, okay. All right. Well, then then that's the next. Yeah. I mean, just go ahead and, and take. Go ahead and take your medicine, Norm. Go ahead and take your medicine. All right, let's go to the phone lines. I think our next caller wants to have a word with uh, with Norm. Welcome into the show. Good morning.
0: Well, good morning. I actually, I don't know. I, I I don't know how y'all having a party celebrating the uh, the terribleness of of uh, Hill. I mean, I I, I I tell you what. Yeah, are you there? Don't hang up on Yeah,
3: there? we here. I'm here. Okay.
0: I mean, I never heard of a guy that it, that hey was 78 uh, percent completion rate on his passes and actually had a touchdown that that was taken away by penalty and actually would have been let's say he his two his two passes that didn't count. He'd have been 20 or 25 for 300 yards and a touchdown in his debut as a quarterback. I've never heard of a guy having those kind of numbers just being talked about like, oh, he's, he's a don store piece of trash. I mean, the guy actually played quarterback. I don't know what about that game y'all saw that I didn't see that told you that this guy couldn't play the game of football. I'm mean, i going to tell y'all something. I, I remember when Jake... You ever saw
3: a Tim Tebow
0: first, I remember when Jake DeLone first started in the NFL. He looked terrible. Okay, it would look like Mike Dicker was doing him a favor by keeping him around and letting him play quarterback in the NFL when Jake first started. His he first start,
2: his first start, he okay. won. Remember who he beat, by the way. Yeah, he won. What I'm telling you. No, is no. I just, I, Kyle, years. that was an opportunity to take a quick jab at the Cowboys. I'm it, sorry, I'm just. It took him three
0: years to even get a start because. He was not good. He had to develop as a quarterback in the NFL. Of course, he never had much help because nobody ever took him seriously. It was like, oh, well, we'll do the people in had a favor. We'll keep this guy around and, you know, keep him on the practice squad. He had to go to the NFL Europe. He didn't even start in NFL Europe. Okay, of course, behind a guy named Kurt Warner. Who was actually bagging groceries?
2: Yes, I'm aware of the year
0: of that he the, got called to, go, to, to go to uh, L.A. Yeah,
3: because because Kyle, Kyle was a Carolina fan. Uh, that's what one of the callers told me is Kyle was a Carolina fan, so then Kyle swapped like back to the Carolina Saints.
4: Fan
0: uh, you, you,
3: uh, I, I, that's what the caller told me, Carl. No, that you as a day, Carolina day, fan. One
0: day, one day we'll have a to- one day we'll have a discussion about this, you, because you don't even know what you're talking about. You're like, you're talking about you like that's what somebody told know. me, Carl. You, you know what you sound like, Norm. You sound like these people that are Trump followers that that got this whole uh, story about how the the communists. We let's 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 election. let's stay let's stay I away from the, the political spectrum, Kyle. Kyle,
2: come on, there you Kyle, stop. Get back to football.
0: Okay, back to football. It, it, when Jake first started, Jake Jake wasn't a good quarterback. Okay, it's just the way it is. It took him about it took about three or four years for him to develop into a good quarterback. And when I saw it, okay. I realized that one year in the preseason, hey, man, this guy can play. This guy can really play NFL football at quarterback. And, of course, then he came in. He had an opportunity to play. When, when Hasley got there, he, he had an opportunity to play against Baltimore. He did a great job at quarterback. And, and then, uh, you know, Aaron uh, Brooks hurt his shoulder yeah. and – they made Aaron Brooks play with a separated shoulder that kept coming out of socket in the middle of the football game, and he couldn't even hold on to the football to take a snap from center and he'd go to throw the football his arm come out of socket. Anybody who's ever had that injury understands what that what what, what can happen and you know, he got to where he could pop his arm back in socket, but you didn't know when it was going to come out or come out or not come out. And instead of Hazlitt giving uh, uh, Jake the chance to play quarterback, no, Jim Hazlitt, Mr. Dumbass, has to force Aaron, uh, uh, Aaron into playing. Kyle, and Aaron Kyle with respect, play. I think Aaron I think most understand. listeners
2: know Jake's story. Where, where are you going with this? What I'm
0: saying is, is y'all acting like because Taysom Hill didn't start out as a quarterback his first weekend in the, in the pros because, he, because they played him somewhere else that he can't play quarterback. I'm going to tell y'all something. Joe Theismann, when he, when he was drafted by the Washington Redskins, he ended up he, – he, his first year, all he did was return punts. He never even saw the light of day as a quarterback. He had to go to Canada and play quarterback. And then come back and play for the Redskins after George Allen got fired. So the, the idea that a guy can't play quarterback because the people who, you know, are, are, are in the system, which are mostly sports agents, uh, say he can't play quarterback means nothing. It depends on if you have a coach that understands the talent level of a player and can develop a guy as a quarterback. And that's something that Sean Payton can do that most of these idiotic coaches in the NFL can't do because they're not nearly the great coach that everybody thinks they are. If they were great, they could develop players like Taysom Hill. They could develop players like uh, uh, Deontay Harris. They could develop players like that. But they're not great. they got a great reputation that they're living on, and they're not very good. But everybody thinks they are because they're coaching in the NFL. I'm going
2: to let
3: y'all go. Y'all have a good day. Bye. Norm? Uh, Kyle is a Carolina Jake DeLong fan. Right. That's information that was given to me you, you, on you my at, show this You, past
2: you and Kyle can settle <laughs> that out. First of all, Kyle, do not lump Norm and I into the same category here. I um, I am not going to be hyperbolic one way or the other. And. As far as oh call, oh, I'm gonna call it like I see it. <laughs> so so, you don't think he played well on Sunday? No,
3: I don't think he played. I played. I think he played well for like like if 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 Scott was to call me and be like Norm, uh, if I was to call you and be like you know Scott, I I broke eleven ribs. I need you to start for my Aaron Middle team. And you come in and you rush for two touchdowns and you get the job done. That's how I really feel like what happened. I feel like the replacements, I feel like Joe Flacco, I mean, uh, Shane Flacco came in. It's it's
2: called Falco. It's called Falco.
3: Yeah. That's his name, Shane Falco, right? Footsteps That's his first name, Shane. That's right. Yeah. And I, I, that's what I really feel like. It was a replacement quarter fill-in quarterback, like, you know what? We're down to our third string quarterback. Like a like that's that's is really what I it's Madden. Sounds Like, like it sounds third string like, quarterback. Sounds
2: like words at this point. It sounds like
3: words. You asked me. I mean, I I gave you the, some of them facts. You
2: just said you you just said you're gonna call it like you see it, and I said, So am I. I did. I'm, just, I'm gonna be objective and not jump yeah. so far one side or the other here. I do have questions long term the sustainability. I do.
3: So how, how did you think James did in his, his uh, half that he played? I don't think he really did great, did.
2: but I also wasn't – I mean, I, that's – So like, you were objective about I both? Think, so both of I them think, didn't do I, great, how but how they about, did okay? How about, how about this? I said this this <laughs> week. If, if the Saints – the Saints have a very good deep roster. You control all you want. You know that's a fact. And no, if, they ga- if they had game planned all week – for Jameis, with Jameis a quarterback, I think he would have had success on Sunday too. I believe that. Okay, I yeah,
3: do. See, and that, that's 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 why, like, I'm you know looking at different analysts and fans and beat writers, and I'm just like, okay, so Jameis, they they say you know I'm objective, I'm unbiased. Jameis half wasn't that bad, and then then it's you know give him a week to to for Sean Payton the game plan, give Taysom Hill a week for Sean Payton the game sure. plan, he didn't play that bad, he did some good things, he did some bad things, well what, if, if I don't see nobody calling out this year, does everybody do some good things, or some bad? we can literally say that about any person no, at any on. given time that, see, on a now, football now, field, now you're, now you're that's just trying not – no Scott, like no, Jake that's not true, is a that terrible is true,
2: quarterback who? Like, exactly, you can't, see you say, you claim you could say that every quarterback, if Taysom no, I said we
3: could say that about any position
2: on on the NFL play, on the
3: NFL field first that of just plays Sunday. Of all, first of all, we can say we can, the say, the can starting,
2: throw it. Uh, no, no, no. The starting quarterback is held to an entirely different standard than every other position in all of sports, and you know that's true.
3: Then how are we gonna get up here and sit here and be like, yeah, Taysom Hill did some good things, did some good bad things? Like, no, he did a. You mean ball, how am did, I gonna sit like, up he here played, and be objective? If what it's not I, i'm just saying as a saints fan i don't know if you're being objective right now he he look- as a quarterback, Scott, not as a football 18, player, 18 not as a, a Swiss, a Swiss army knife. He
2: completed 78% of his passes. It wasn't bad. It was good. He did some things Yeah,
3: good. Re- reading right off the stat line. I know it, it didn't look like that, but you saw that game. And all people who played organized uh, sports that play football saw that game. You saw Alvin Kamara's face after every drive. He looking back at the quarterback. People saw real ball is no, Scott. That kid cannot, well, I'm sorry, I can't even call him a kid. Taysom Hill is not a quarterback in the NFL. Did he get through his first NFL game playing quarterback? Yes, but I'm not going to sit up here and lolly bag or hold hands to Saints fans and tell them what they want to hear for clicks or for listens. That's not not what I'm going to do. Taysom Hill, one, Taysom Hill is not the future quarterback of the Saints. That is what supposedly the entire experiment was, to see if Taysom Hill was the future quarterback of the Saints. And after Norman Locke at the sing ent- five years of him in college, because that's what we grade yeah, NFL yeah, quarterbacks yeah, on, yeah, yeah. how so good you, they do in college. You watched a ton
2: of BYU football, didn't you, between 2012 and 2016?
3: Oh, you know why I didn't? Because he never he never completed a full season. Now, Now, secondly, two, Taysom Hill... In his first NFL game, looked it out of pocket. Like I said, he looked it like a a punt gunner playing quarterback. And I saw the passes, and I saw, like you said, I saw some good. I saw him. You know, the one thing I could say Taysom Hill did 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 go through. He went through his
2: progressions. He He went through
3: his progressions as a quarterback. And I was like, I was like, oh man, that's step one of being a quarterback, going through your progressions. And then it's like, then he reverted back to Taysom. Like I'm, it's one read. And I'm out of there. One read, I'm out of there. One read, I'm out of there. And that's not good from a quarterback. If the Saints, so if want, the Saints if, were against doing the
2: 31st what you pass defense. If the Saints were doing what you suggested, which we, which is quote an experiment, and, and wanted to base a single game off of who would be the future quarterback of their team, that's dumb. I don't think it's just a single game. You got a lot. There's 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 a lot more book to be written. And I have my doubts as to how well the ending of this book is going to be. But you've already written the end. So,
3: well, I've written it in because I, I like my statement says, Taysom Hill is not the quarterback of the the future quarterback of the New Orleans Saints. And that my my sentence is wrote, signed and delivered today, yesterday, a week ago. Taysom Hill is not the future quarterback of the Saints Two, part two of that statement. Taysom Hill is not an NFL quarterback. Will we see Taysom Hill starting on any other NFL court? I want it to happen, Scott. I want the I want Taysom Hill to continue starting for the Saints. That makes me that makes me feel better. Like that Taysom Hill is the quarterback of the New Orleans Saints. I, I love hearing people unobjectively say, you know, Norm you gotta give him a chance. You know, he's gonna that's hey, he's Steve Youngish. <laughs> yeah, Rich Ryan said that he he's like Lamar Jackson. I love hearing that. So it's gonna be sweet when it comes back to bite. It's gonna be super sweet. It's it's it's, it's a like as uh, Stephen they say about my Dallas Cowboys. It's a problem waiting to happen, and I, I'm I'm just I'm just sitting back in my chair, my pinky up sipping my coffee, waiting for it to happen, Scott. It's a, the implosion is coming. I just pray. I'm praying for Drew Brees' ribs. And him coming back, because like the caller acts, when do we honestly think, I think 11 broken ribs and a punctured lung, that's not three weeks. And well, Let me say, I don't think he's going to be fully healed in three weeks. Now Drew Brees wants to play for stats. We all know Drew Brees love playing for stats. He's going to want to come back and start competing back for his stats. I hope he's fully healthy when it, when it comes time for the end of the season and the players to come around, because I really don't want Drew Brees to walk off like brett Favre, all beat up with a loss i really don't want jabris to end his career in that way not injured and a loss so but you know what would make it more sweet for me taysom hill going into the playoffs and getting destroyed i hope taysom hill got a picture of me as bulletin board in the saints locker room that's what you, i want That's I my dream. It, i
2: guarantee you no one in there knows who you are. <laughs> espn 1420 and dot com hello
4: Good morning, guys. You know, based off uh, a one-game theory that uh, Taysom Hill is not the guy, and I don't know if he he is or not either, but if you're basing that off of one game, you know, Joe Burrow should have been on the bench the second game, and Joe Burrow Uh, would be the future of the Cincinnati No, 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 no. Based on one game, Joe Burrow should be on the bench because his first game was horrible, and he should not. Be the future of the Bengals, even though Bless his heart, he's hurt now. But if that's the kind of logic you can use, you can throw Joe Burrow's on the bus also.
3: You one hundred yeah. percent right. You know why? Because Joe Burrow is not thirty. Joe Burrow—they got a bunch of other games we can see. Joe Burrow is at thirty. This uh, isn't they, his first they, game Burrow, at thirty.
2: But I think, I and think Burrow won a I national think, championship. I think, I think the Burrow, college tape means so something 30. too. I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Put the BYU college tape on. Put the BYU college
2: tape on, Scott. That's what I'm saying. That's what put, I'm saying. You can, no, no, the, look, look. I'm 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 suggesting that you gotta use you gotta use the entire the entire arsenal when you're breaking it down. Put the BYU tape on for him, Scott. You know, it was just, it was just last week, fellas, that everybody
4: was saying that uh, Jason Hill couldn't even play in the NFL as a quarterback. And that Jameis Winston was the only way that they could win this week—look, that was one week ago—and and, and don't say nobody was saying that because every radio station, the best <laughs> chance they got, the only chance they got to win is going to be with Jameis Winston. Well, w- w- we see that's not the case. Would they have won with him? Maybe they would have, but we certainly—it was a thirty-first ranked defense. They can't win with Jace Hill there. It's not true now.
2: I'm not so don't disagreeing on with you all, all your together. points. And uh I do agree with you on that point, you know, to 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 look no, at speak- a single game is, you know. He didn't prove see against did, Kansas he, City. He did not prove he was the successor after one game. Let's let's be real. But Norm sa- <laughs> Norm's saying am saying he can't, you know. Norm's saying he's just bad, which uh, you
3: know. I say he's not an NFL quarterback. He's a he's a punt gunner, he's a Is he a wide receiver?
2: Is he a running back? He's a little bit of everything. He's a little bit of everything. <laughs> All right, let's oh, head back to the full lines, ESPN 1420. Norm's got all y'all hot this morning. Welcome into the show.
5: Uh, that last caller, you can't compare. Uh, first of all, bro, <laughs> they, they're going to give you opportunities in the sense compared to a guy, you know, I think he was undrafted, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's come on. Uh, and also, um, the Bengals, that's a – you know, that's a – that organization. And um, my heart goes – Hey, man, Scott, speaking of Burrow, man, I wasn't going to talk about him. But this guy tore his ACL, yeah, MCL, and, and I'm really hearing bad. partially torn PCL. The last quarterback I think that has an injury like this was Dante Colpepper. Right. we know I think after that injury, he was done. Like, he wasn't the same. He was a shell of himself. Now, of course, I don't, I don't think Borough is a, scramb- I mean, he a he, scrambler. He,
2: move, he moves around a good bit and takes yeah, way right. too you're many right. hits, you know. I, I'm I'm worried about him. I really am. I mean, that is – that is an absolutely brutal injury. And he didn't, you know, there were folks that are like, hey, he's, he's, he's got a death wish. He's not protected himself. He runs too much. That's not how he ended up getting injured. It was like just a freak thing in the pocket. And um, it, it was tough to look at, man. That is, that is a really, really, really bad injury. And um, I, I, don't, I have no idea if he's done or whatever, but he's, he's definitely, I don't think he's done. I don't. But he's got a long road to rehab in front of him, man. He's got a long road to rehab in front of him.
5: I see. Norm wants to, uh, another part. You know, you know, get out the movie, right? I think Norm wants to get out. I heard Norm offering him his body parts. Did you offer him the MCL?
3: Yeah, he can. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, he can't have my ACL.
4: He can't have my
3: ACL, but he can have the MCL. I, I'll give it to Joe. Joe needs it more than me, especially with that Bengals offensive line. He's gonna put more use to it and get more money out of it than I am. So yes, Joe Burrow, you can't have my MCL, not the ACL, but the MCL.
4: Hey,
5: another thing too, man. I, like I said, man, I'm not. a, You know, I I, I don't really care for chasing him, but I'm not gonna root for him to fail. Like I, I think that's not. Some about that is not cool, man. Like this man, you know. Like I said, of course I want Winston to start, but at the same time I'm not gonna be. Oh, I hope he fails. Like some about that's not cool, man. I don't. I don't want to be
3: that way um yeah, But I don't I hope think, he fails. I just doesn't think he's a quarterback.
2: You said it's going to be sweet. You said I can't. It wait. is going to be sweet. Don't don't don't, don't talk out both sides. Of you it,
3: now, Stephen A. Stephen I A. is there Stephen and a. wishes. I don't care I, I know you don't care about Stephen A. But just, I'm telling you, Stephen A. get up there and wishes that the it. Cowboys loses every week and hopes that. Anything bad can happen to the Cowboys, and I can't say that. I don't think Jason that. I don't think that I happy that Dak Prescott got hurt. I don't
2: think that. I think it's one thing. I, to hope it I never, I, one, I never said that I was
3: guy. happy that Drew Brees got hurt. No, no, that no. Never came on my mind. No,
2: no, I'm not suggesting that. I'm saying you're. going to say that. Go ahead. I said that. Let's let us let us let the caller go ahead. Go I ahead, Jay.
5: At the same time, though, Norm, I do know where you are coming from, man. Like, like that last caller, you know. I, I trust me, man. I, I know where you coming from, and and look, man. I was at a bar. Everything tastes some days. Oh, oh, that's how you do it. That's how you. Do it. Let's go. Let's go. Oh, he's so smart. <laughs> I'm like, oh, oh, here we go. <laughs> you know, but I, I know, I know where you coming from, man. And that's all I'm gonna say. But at the same time, though, I do wish him well, man, because he just, he just, he just wanted an opportunity, and he's got the opportunity. And guess what? You're right. He's not going. It's not no one game thing. We're going to see. The Saints going to see. How yeah, I look, gonna,
2: uh, go listen. With I'll say this too. This Sunday, like Denver's a terrible offensive football team. Defensively, I mean, Vic Fangio. That pro- if he was a if he was a coordinator, he'd be the best defensive coordinator in football. Like he he can devise some really really good game plans defensively. And um, you know, if if the Broncos' offense wasn't so awful. They'd be better than four and six, but th- this is going to be a tough task. And the Broncos are the one team the Saints have not beaten in the 21st century. The Saints haven't beaten Denver since 1994. So history. Wow, well, uh,
5: Scott, I remember that game. It, it, Whoa, that was December 20th. That was Christmas Eve. It's been That's a minute.
2: It's 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 been a minute. So uh, they're the one team they just they haven't beaten in a very long time. They're the one team. I think Sean Payton has state. not has not beat <laughs> as the head coach of the Saints. So.
5: Uh, I think Keith Poole was on the was on the team, man. I think, Keith Poole not, was on the honest. team
2: in 94? I don't think so, no.
5: No, no, no. I mean, Torrance Small, I'm tripping.
2: Uh, but, uh,
5: yeah, man. I'm, whoa, I am not know. Keith Poole, I don't know why I brought that up. But, yeah, I think Torrance Small. But, anyway, but uh, that's all I have to add. And uh, see you all next year. Thank you.
2: You got uh, Quinn Early, friend of the program, was a receiver in 94. Michael Haynes. Sheesh, man. They, uh. All those players can play quarterback
3: Mary. if you just bring them to the Saints and let Sean Payton chef up the offense for them mm-hmm. for a week. That's not true. Future quarterback. That's not future true. Future starter quarterback. That's hey, not true. I mean, Scott. Like that's I'm true. putting. That's what I've. That's the cake that, that all the ingredients I have got. That's what I didn't bake. From what I've heard, I've heard multiple analysts call him, compare him to Lamar Jackson. I've heard. Well, yeah, hey, you watch a lot. Of, you watch to, a lot of
2: hot take TV. So that's all you're gonna I've, get.
3: Nah, nah, Let's head back nah, to the nah, phone
2: lines. Welcome into the great <laughs> Scott Sugar Morning.
6: Yeah, no, I'm going be uh Why are you doing that, though, man? What I'm doing? <laughs> I mean, why are, you wishing the, um, why are you wishing the team failure? I mean, uh, you know, I mean, I'm misery, man. I'm not wishing
3: man. team failure. I said that Taysom Hill is not a starting caliber quarterback in the NFL. And when it blows up in the Saints' did, face, I'm going so, to enjoy did it. Did you go to
6: UL? Did you go to UL? Mm-hmm. You yes. You did? That's why all the teens friends around here love me and suck up to you, I guess. Cause if it was an average person like me or whatever saying something like that, man, I wouldn't probably be allowed to call the show too much. I'd be hanging up on it and everything else in a conversation, you know? So I kind of understand that what's going on there, you know what I'm saying? Wait, wait wait, really wait, cool, wait, wait, man.
2: wait, wait, Ronnie, hang on, hang on, <laughs> cool. hang on, Hang on, Ronnie. You think I would hang up yeah. on you if you suggested you weren't a fan of Taze But
6: Hill? Uh, but, but anyway, but but yeah, but don't <laughs> do not do that, man. That's not really cool, man. You know what I'm saying? Uh don't it's not Stephen cool A's to... Name. to... No, don't mention Stephen A's name on this show. Don't go. mention that blow-down scumbag go. New Yorker on this show around here. You know what I'm saying? Because I hate him. So don't mention his name around here. <laughs> That's a grease ball. All greaseballs from New Yorker. From New York, they think they know everything. They think they're better than everybody else. They think the planet they live on is different from over here and everything. So leave them people over there. Don't bring them any New Yorker around here. Especially that idiot
3: later.
2: All right. Yeah, you, you, every, everyone's fired up this morning now.
3: I, I love it. They need to be fired up and go out there and go play quarterback for the New Orleans Saints. That's what they need to do.
2: ESPN4teachbuddia.com. Now, Scott, I You can ask me next. We're going to take one more call, then you can ask me something, and then we can take a break. Let's head back to the phone lines. Good morning. Hello. All right. Caller's not ready. Got to be ready when we go to you. All right, Norm, go ahead.
3: Okay. I seen this, I was looking at the Saints schedule of all y'all opponents that y'all played, right?
2: Don't don't say Do y'all. you know I, how- I don't I don't play for the Saints. I don't I don't refer we, to we I, or us. You kinda look like Taysom. Oh thanks. He's handsome. Appreciate it.
3: You kinda look like Taysom. I'll take um it. so uh how many teams have the Saints beaten that's over five hundred?
2: Uh probably three. Three. Off the top of my head, if I had to guess, I think it's three.
3: The Bucks two times and the Bears?
2: Um, yeah, I think that's it, right? I don't know. I don't two. have it in front of me. But yeah. Okay. And
3: how many teams over 500 have the, the, the Saints lost to? <clears throat> two. Two. So they're three and two versus teams over 500. What's
2: your point? Find me find, just, just, go ahead no what's your point you're trying to the, suggest the that they're not good no no i was just i was just asking i was just
3: you know what what is that that threshold when you kind of say that you know a team is a good team when they've beaten a bunch of over 500 teams i was just i'm asking
2: when a team is in first place in the conference i think they're a good football team and i think to suggest otherwise when you enter week 12 of a season is a is a far reach well, I was just acting. No, I was I, just
3: acting. I, I I, I didn't reach for anything. I was just acting. I was you're, just saying. So three wins, three wins over five hundred.
2: You're suggesting that at what point is the threshold? I didn't where it's suggest. Not a big deal. I was you just, just asking. So you, so wait, are they a good team?
3: The Saints, yes. The Saints are a good football team. Okay.
2: They in first place in the NFC. Yeah. Okay. All right.
3: That's right I, was just, I was just, I just want to I just, I was just seen, I seen somebody say something about the Bucks. Uh, only beat two teams over 500 and I was like I I love how you I I love
2: how you do that you love to like first of all you troll on Twitter and when (laughs) someone responds with a bad take You love to lump it into like an entire category of an entire fan base. Well, I saw somebody say this, so that means this. Like, like it's like it's gonna matter at all.
3: I'm saying I just seen I just seen this this
2: stat, and I just see Cowboys fans thinking they're gonna win the Super Bowl this year. It's not like I'm gonna bring that to the show and be like, Hey, Norm, did you see what this moron said? I guess that's every Cowboy fan out there. All right, in we're going to take a break. So
3: you did say that we have a chance to make the playoffs. So yeah, is in the that in, the, in the, the worst
2: war? in the statistically speaking <laughs> worst NFL division of all time. Yes, it's so crazy do that you're We have a Super Bowl week. chance. <laughs> no, no. So we do. So, no. so, so, so there's so a big difference. There's a big difference. <laughs> we're taking a break. Lines are lit up. We'll take more of your phone calls and uh, say what we're thankful for. We'll see if Norm can. Take it serious for a moment. And I don't know.
0: I don't know. I've been, I serious. Know. Oh, I've well, been yeah, serious.
2: I don't think so. ESPN1420.com. Welcome back into the great Scott show, the great sports callers, open think tank from the storm team, three weather lab and Dave Baker, your forecast day high is 76 cloudy, 10% chance of showers, maybe a shower tonight, low of 68. It is Thanksgiving week. Typically joining us on Thursdays is Norman Locke. You can hear him Sunday mornings, 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. He joins me right now on a Tuesday this week, being that it's Thanksgiving week. Norman, what are you thankful for?
3: I'm thankful for my
2: health. I'm going to say that's, that's
3: the biggest thankful thing, my health, my life. Um, I mean, after watching everything that's going on in 2020, I'm, I'm going to say that's the two and family. The three biggest things I'm, I'm thankful for, health,
2: my life, and family. That's a good one. Hard to argue that, man. I'm uh, I'm thankful for the family as well. And, um, you know, it's it's been a – to call it a rough year would be an understatement. But uh, glad we're all here and getting to talk some sports and have some fun on the radio. Uh, speaking of health, Mike Tyson um, stepped between the ropes back in 1986 to take on Trevor Burbick and uh, won the heavyweight championship – now, Mike Tyson is about to fight Roy Jones Jr. this weekend. Should we be concerned about their health? Is this just a big show, or at fifty-four years old, are they? Uh, is he going to go in there and just go for it?
3: I'm concerned about Roy Jones Jr.'s health. <laughs> I'm honestly scared for him, Scott. Now. Uh, I know you probably don't... I know you're not a big uh, YouTube watcher. Uh, Roy Jones Jr. went on the Joe Rogan podcast and basically explained the entire fight and how it came about. So it was supposed to happen. So Roy Jones only took the fight thinking Mike Tyson will only have 30 days to train. So that's why he took the fight. Because he said that, man, Mike Tyson... Can't get into fighting shape in a month. I'll be in better fighting shape in one month than Mike Tyson, so I'll I will feel more comfortable fighting Mike Tyson. And then the fight got postponed, so now I gave Tyson I want to say two months up, up to almost three months to train, and now Floyd Jones is not not that confident in his his abilities, and he also said that he had a light injury while training also, so. I'm going to go out on the limb and say, Mike Tyson might destroy Roy Jones Jr. in this ring, Scott. And I'm terrified of what might what we might be watching on pay-per-view.
2: I guess. I mean, I, so you're going to watch this thing? I, I can't forget. Oh, oh
3: I can't you, haven't been, you haven't been watching Mike Tyson, tr- like, sparring training uh, videos?
2: stuff come on the TL, but I, I feel like it's going to just be a, more of a show than a, than a boxing match.
3: Man, you're I, gonna I it think down? it's going to be... Gonna, a... you,
2: so you're going to lay down 50?
3: Oh, you know, you know I don't pay pay-per-view to watch sports. No, I don't pay. I don't pay. You're
2: going to show up at someone's house f- and watch. There you go. Smart. Correct, correct, <laughs> correct. <laughs> oh, man. So, like, I, but, but Roy Jones Jr. has had, you know, boxing matches in recent years. And it's, yeah. It's been a long time since Mike Tyson has had a boxing match. I think since it's maybe two thousand and five, maybe? I don't know. I don't have the skets yes. in front of me. I feel like it's been fifteen and years. There you go.
3: And and but have you seen Scott, how old did you say Mike Tyson is?
2: Uh Mike Tyson is fifty four.
3: He has a six pack, Mike. He has a six pack, Scott, at fifty four. He yeah. has a six pack. I, I, am, I am I am I'm upset. I am scared. I'm physically scared. He's like he's oh, some would, athletes. I would be scared of Mike Tyson I just don't,
2: if he if he was like 300 pounds. I mean, I it, one punch, it's done. Lights out. Game over. I, don't know, I, I would, my, I look, I interviewed him once on this show. Um, and it was a couple years ago and he was on a phone in Vegas. That was a really good interview and folks can go find it on YouTube from years back. We had fun. Let me tell you something. Like I, I was asking him a few questions here and there that I knew he probably wouldn't want to answer. And he's in Vegas and I'm in Lafayette and there was a small part of me that's like, oh,
5: oh, let me see what he does. Oh,
2: Scott, uh, he has his own podcast I know. and the people
3: who the guests that he bring on to the podcast be afraid. He had Boosie maybe a month ago and he had Boosie scared on the podcast. Scott, like He asked Boosie a question about something that Boosie did that a lot of people ain't agree about it and he called Boosie out on it and Boosie
2: apologized. <laughs>
3: like, I, was, I was like no, not, not Boosie who has been to jail for murder, afraid of Mike Tyson, in front of Mike Tyson. So it it, it goes to show you don't play with Iron Mike. And Roy Jones Jr. He got some prayers coming up for him this this entire week. I'm gonna pray for him, Scott, because that's the best I could do for him. Because I wouldn't be getting in that ring.
2: ESPN1420and.com. .com. right, let's head to the phone lines. Welcome into the Great Scott Show. Good morning. Hello. Hello. Hey, you're on. Go ahead. Norm. Whoa.
6: You don't have to be scared. What What's the thing about being scared about uh, Tyson? Just do the spins. Just pull. the, the spins. Go. You know, just fall. Go <laughs> you know, a little. A little air passed by your face. Just fall. I mean, it ain't hard. up to I, 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 scared.
2: I, I, I don't think Norm's talking about in a ring where he'd be getting paid to take a fall. I think he just means in general. Yeah,
3: in general, I'm I'm terrified. Like, if Mike Tyson calls me and questions me about my takes about Taysom Hill, I probably would change him.
2: <laughs> no, what Norm would say is, Mike, you can play quarterback. Look at you about Taysom Hill.
6: Where's Dallas had Taysom Hill, huh? Be honest. Be honest right now. To play
3: what position? To play what position? To play what position?
6: Just, just to play to help y'all. Just to help y'all. No, I would. Where's the hand him up?
3: We, I wish, I wish he played safety on
6: the skull, two pay, Wayne, Jerry Jones. You wish they had him up.
3: I wish, wish he played defensive
2: end. Man, I think one thing we've learned this morning is that Taysom Hill has a lot of headspace in Norman's mind. I think that's what we've
3: learned.
6: A lot of it leave Taysom Hill alone. What about Jerry Jones and two <laughs> You don't have to leave him alone. I mean,
2: Taysom need Hill alone.
3: needs to be on the Dallas Cowboys. as the punt gunner. I, right, we, we for sure can use him. Yes, yes, you are correct. Yes.
2: espn Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yes. This, uh, all right, you want to make some picks here? Let's do it. All right. Let's do it. I want to remind everyone that last week, um, head-to-head, I, I beat Norman once again, so let's go ahead and do it here. It was close. It was close. I didn't, I didn't run away with it. Here we go. Last week, what I enjoyed was that there were half of the games we didn't agree on. Sometimes there's too many we agree on. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Week 12 in the NFL, you ready? Let's get it. All right, we've got three games this Thursday. Two of them are trash. One of them I'm excited to watch because Baltimore's backs up against the wall, but you've got the undefeated Steelers. But let's start with the garbage Thanksgiving game with the Houston Texans riding a one-game win streak against the Detroit Lions who never even got in. Like They couldn't even get in the red zone against the Panthers. They got shut out by Carolina. Oof, Matt Patricia, how does he have a job? But Detroit and Houston, it is Thanksgiving. Uh, You do have two good quarterbacks on two really bad teams. Who you got?
3: I got the Texans. I'm rolling with the Texans in this one. After I saw uh, Matthew Stafford go there and couldn't score against the Panthers, I don't think they're going to – Score that much Against the Texans I think the Texans Will be able to Outscore them um, More with the Texans Alright r- I I, th-
2: I. think the Lions will, will get the win Washington football team Against the Dallas Cowboys In the um, NFC least battle
3: I told you These Cowboys Don't Need to be in these playoffs We need this Top five draft pick We need Patrick Sertan On this Cowboys Dallas Cowboys team Cowboys lose Scott they lose. They better lose. I
2: hope they lose. You are confounding. Um, I think the <laughs> – here's, here's, here's one thing we know about the Washington football team. They're bad in a lot of areas, okay? But there is one area they're really, really, really good in, and that's their pass defensive rush. Line. Their yeah. pass rush is – I mean, it is, it is, it is no joke. It's took Joe Burrow out. I tell you what, man. I, I, Andy Dalton, you think he's going to make it through this game?
3: Does he? Th- I don't know. I, 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 I think he makes it through this game. Yeah, yeah, because uh, we moved. We moved. He shuffled the offensive line around. They played okay. They played better than usual last right. game, but Cowboys
2: lose. All right. All right. We both have the Washington football team. Baltimore and Pittsburgh. The Ravens. I mean, if the playoffs are starting now, I, I don't even think they're in. No, they're not. But their backs are up against the wall, they're playing a rival in Pittsburgh, Thursday night. Steelers, I mean, some think they're going to go 16-0. and I'm not one of them, but they are good, and they play up when the competition is stiff. So who you got Thursday night?
3: I'm still off on the Ravens. The Ravens don't have an identity on offense, and until I can, until they figure it out or until the second-best weapon on their team isn't, well, I, I can't even name who's their second best weapon on offense. So I, I got to go with the Steelers.
2: Uh, Mark Andrews. Yeah, he's pretty good. He's pretty good.
3: Um, yeah, but it's like he doesn't—he doesn't strike fear into defenses. He's not—he's you know not—he's—he's—he's you know,
2: he's, he's really good. But you got to have some receivers too. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, like you got to have a threat. Travis, you Kelsey's, can have good players. Yeah, yeah. Travis Kelsey's great, but there's also a lot of good offensive weapons in Kansas City. A quarterback aside, I mean, Mahomes is amazing. Probably bad comparison. Right. All right, I got the Steelers as well. All right, Vegas at Atlanta, who scored a grand total of nine points last week in New Orleans. Raiders are feisty, man. The Raiders are. Uh, remember early in the season when we were questioning whether or not they're good. I think they're. I think they're good. Not great, but I think they're good. I like. The, yeah, I like I, the Raiders.
3: I like. I like the Raiders in this one. I mean, it's it's against the Falcons. They have the thirty-first wing defense, so I, I expect a passing touchdown to get
2: thrown. I don't know, man. John Gruden loves to run the football. He'll run it 20 times if Atlanta can't stop it. Buffalo and the Chargers, I guess we got to take the Bills. That's not really a, uh, much of a discussion there. The Giants. I don't know. I'm going to take the Bills, but
3: I'm going to tell you, Scott, this is going to be a good game. This is going to be a good game. Chargers I'm traveling, the bills,
2: traveling east, playing at noon against a better football team. I mean, I, 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 I'm just letting you know. I like some guys on the Chargers, but they – they find ways to lose. They almost found a way to lose last week to the Jets, but nobody can out-jet the Jets. Giants, right there. You know, with a win against Cincinnati, they'll, they'll, they will they'll can move up to a tie in first place, possibly. The Giants, right in the thick of the playoffs, in the worst division of all time, and they are at Cincinnati, who now has to start, what is it, Ryan Lindley? Yeesh. I'm taking the Giants. Yeah, I'm, taking,
3: I'm taking the Giants, the Giants. Bengals, yeah i'm taking the giants
2: all right carolina and minnesota we just saw the vikings lose to the cowboys we just saw carolina crush detroit's face and having said that i'm still gonna take the vikings here
3: i'm taking the panthers uh i just saw the vikings lose to the dallas cowboys and with our atrocious defense which we kept trying to give them chances to win And the Panthers have a better defense, and Teddy Bridgewater should be back next week, so I'm going to take the Panthers.
2: It's a noon game at Minnesota. It's like the D game on Fox. These are the kind of games Kirk Cousins actually plays well in. But afternoon, nighttime featured game, you don't want that Kirk Cousins. But this one kind of under the radar. Oh, but uh, I'm just remembering now that Adam Thielen is in COVID-19 protocol. I might have to change my pick, actually. Uh, although Justin Jefferson's really good. I'll stick with the Vikings. Why not? I don't want to pick all the same ones as you. Arizona at New England. The Patriots, oof, they blew it. They blew it. They lost to the Texans. Arizona, you know, they had a, a Thursday night game, so they've had a lot of rest. Close loss to Seattle. They're on the road. This is a game Arizona has to win if they want to be taken seriously. They absolutely have to do it. Who you got in this one?
3: Yeah, I'm I'm taking the cards. Um I think the cards are going to outplay the Patriots. I think the Patriots just it's it's too hard for them to come across points and but Belichick is going to play chess with this one, but I think there's no they have no answer for this one. Yeah,
2: the Patriots are so weird. I mean, they're not good this year, but you never know if it's just one of those weeks where it's like, oh, they kind of kind of got it figured out here defensively. They had a good game plan. Uh I think it's going to be close, but I'll take the cards. Uh, Dolphins Jets I think, um, you know, it's, the Jets are winless. This is these next two. I mean, Dolphins, Jets, Cleveland, Jacksonville. I think we're both taking Miami and the Browns, right? Yes. All right. The Saints at Denver. Who you got, Norm? I got the Saints. Okay. Come on. You really going to ride with that? You think they're gonna win the Saints? After all the, that, the, I mean
3: the the Broncos can't like it's a bad team. They, I, I, my point that I, I my question that I asked you in the beginning of the, the 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 second hour is, you know, how many teams have the Saints faced that was over five hundred? This is another team that's under five hundred. So why would I expect them to beat the Saints when they're already a bad football team? They can't score points, so they they aren't the favorite. So, I mean, but I can't guarantee you one thing, though. No passing touchdowns.
2: All right, we'll see. The uh, Broncos' defense is feisty, but the Saints are a six-point favorite. All right, let's keep rolling here. You've got the San Francisco 49ers at the L.A. Rams, who are looking really good, but they're coming off a Monday night game. They're feeling good about themselves. And let's not forget, earlier this season, San Francisco kind of they took it to the Rams, man. They were they they just out physical them. Is this a trap game for L.A. now that they're atop the NFC West? Did they get a little too comfortable here? Do they take care of business? They take care of business. The 49ers can't can't score points. They're just they're missing too many guys. They're missing just yeah. way too many players. But they are they are coming off a bye week. They should get some guys back. I have a sneaky suspicion this thing's going all the way down to the wire. I think the Rams win in a walk off field goal. Kansas City and the Bucs. I'm taking the Chiefs.
3: I'm taking the Chiefs. I can't bet against Patrick Mahomes right now. He's playing lights so out. This is, I, 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 you know, a lot of people say this, Scott, but this really might be the best quarterback I've ever seen in my life. Like, you know, of, 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 of all watching, I know I have more life to live, knock on wood, but right now, today, Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback I've ever seen.
2: All right, so we will roll to Chicago and Green Bay, Sunday night football. Packers coming off of a loss, Bears coming off of a buy, but they're the Bears. I don't know if the Bears had any kind of offense whatsoever, they could be a decent football team. They are five and three. They have beaten the Bucks, but no one's taking them serious in this game. What gives?
3: Uh, the Bears give. Uh, they can't. They can't score enough points. The offense is 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 atrocious with either quarterback starting, <laughs> and it's crazy that they keep flexing back from quarterback to quarterback and it's, it's still no moving the needle
2: <laughs> so I, I gotta pick the packers this team especially was, coming off a loss. i mean the, the bears were at one point in time five and one now they've yeah. lost four in a row just uh yeah. you can't you 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 gotta take the packers here it's just
3: uh, you gotta take them like what would the bears franchise be if they would have had at least a a, a above decent quarterback in the last 20 years oh,
2: actually, <laughs> in, their, in, their, in their entire history for real like in their entire history if they history. Had, if they at least had one moment in time where they had an elite because they've had some of the not even elite defenses above
3: decent
2: they, they they have had i mean you could argue that cutler was above decent um and yet the sad thing is, if you start looking at the entire history of Bears quarterbacks, he's probably the best one they've ever had. And that's a franchise that's been around for over 100 years. Like, I, I, yeah. if, they, if they had any kind of competence at that position, they would be a dangerous team. But, you know, they went to the Super Bowl with Rex Grossman as their quarterback. Uh, Monday night yeah. game um, next week is, uh, what is it? It's Seattle and Philadelphia. Seahawks, Yeah. All right, well, so we, we have way too many picks that are the same, so I got to change some things up here. Uh, you don't
3: you change your picks just because they're the same?
2: I'm taking the, the Dallas Cowboys on, uh, on Thanksgiving. I think your Cowboys get the win. I think they get it done even behind that awful um, questionable offensive line going up against Washington. So
3: You just love to cause me pain.
2: I, th- I, I mean, I just I think your team's going to win. I don't understand why that's painful.
3: Just, you just love to cause me pain.
2: What's painful is de- so that that's what, what that's it. what America gets on Thanksgiving: Detroit, Houston, <laughs> and Dallas, and Washington. Yeesh! I Well, be you, get you, well get you, you get that every Thanksgiving. You get it every Thanksgiving. You get Detroit and Dallas every Thanksgiving, and I know that there's been a. It seems like every year you see the same complaints. Like, why are the Lions on on Thanksgiving? Why? Look, this is. It's it's a very big deal to that city. Um it's a tradition, but they also have like a parade and and a bunch of other things. Like it's, it's a big, it's a big deal in the city. It helps out a lot. It's never going to change. Like it's always going to be on Thanksgiving. And unfortunately the lions usually almost are always going to be really bad, but they have been playing on Thanksgiving since 1934, their first year in existence. So it's, it's synonymous you know, bad Lions football on Thanksgiving are kind of synonymous with one another. Um, it's what we get. It's what we get. But sometimes, you know, you get a decent team they're playing. This year you don't. And sometimes the Cowboys are good, and this year they aren't, and neither is Washington. So there we go. I wonder what the Lions – so the Lions' all-time record of playing on Thanksgiving is a losing record. You, you know, you have any idea what it might be? Not as bad as you would think. 37-40-2. It's not that bad. It's not that bad. They even had a stretch between 2013 and 2016 where they won four in a row. Now, prior to that, they had lost. That's
3: like, that Calvin Johnson. They lost That's like nine
2: in a row, and they've lost the last two years. But yeah, it's uh, it's bad. It's bad. You so growing up, being that for some reason you were a Cowboys fan, and we've never been able to figure out why. What was the, what, what was Thanksgivings like for you? I mean, would you just get geeked for the game? would your would your mom have to call you over and say norman's time to, it's time to eat Thanksgiving meal and you'd just be like, no, I can't I have to watch the cowboys How did it go down in the lock house i mean i'm watching I'm watching it one if it's not by my grandmother's house
3: the saints aren't on because the saints are of our bad I mean if we're looking at what uh, two thousand one two-ish like yeah, you're not. We're not cutting the game, especially like 2000. I think it was like three. We're not cutting the Saints game. Almost. Well, the, Sa- the so Saints, the The
2: Saints. I, I was talking specifically about Thanksgiving, and they've only played on Thanksgiving oh, okay. once recently, and it was in 2010, and they beat the Cowboys. So, just a reminder there. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember that game.
3: But, I mean, that was the last Malcolm time the
2: Jenkins ripping it out of Roy Williams hands. Roy Williams, hands. That Williams was, hands. Yeah, that was a beautiful day. That was a beautiful day.
3: They had a St. Og basketball game going on at the same time. St. Og does a, a basketball tournament they used to uh, on Thanksgiving. So it was, it was going back and forth. So I, I remember that game and Roy Williams and, yeah, Jerry Jones signing a clown. but uh, Traded for him. Yeah, geez. I mean, Give we don't a first really,
2: for him. Sheesh.
3: The, uh, yeah, it was some dark times. <laughs> uh, what, what, I haven't what, what, would you seen what, what,
2: what would you call 2020 then for the Cowboys?
3: I mean, Dak Prescott got hurt, so it's i, I read it's, it's it's really the, the trash season. I mean, Dak Prescott got hurt week four, so it's like uh, it's it's been it's been downhill ever since then. Now, if we had this record with Dak Prescott, I would say this is probably the worst season ever in franchise history, uh, which it wouldn't have been. But coming off of franchising a quarterback, coming off of you know. Uh, drafting C.D. Lamb, and to come out with this record, if we had Dak Prescott, I would be highly upset. And I probably wouldn't take to the jokes as kindly. Well,
2: but, but the Cowboys make it easy. I mean, did you see what Mike McCarthy did this week? What do you mean? In what aspect? I mean, he he acted like Gallagher. He. What do you mean? He got a bunch of watermelons from the Dallas area and then broke out a. Yeah, that was so
3: lame. What? That was so lame. Like that was so lame. You remember when Chappelle made fun
2: of Gallagher with the (laughs) skit? Y'all want me to smash (laughs) some fruit? Like is Mike is Mike is Mike McCarthy stuck in like the ninth like in 1979 and he thinks like oh wait let's hey. I mean, it, they beat the Vikings, so I'm just. What is he going to smash this week? Is he going to like break out like some like grapefruits or something? I mean, what? Hey guys, let's, when I saw that, let me Scott, let me fire you guys up. Here's some watermelons. Here's a sledgehammer. Just go break. I mean, it seems like it seems like a, like an icebreaker thing. You would just do like at it, some lame, you know, company wide getaway retreat, team bonding, and some old CEO that has like no connection to his the younger employees. Decides. Oh, this no. is gonna be a good idea. Let's just all smash some fruit. Yeah, this will be fun. That's what Mike. McC- that's what the head coach of the Dallas Cowboys did this week.
3: Now, this is what I'll tell you on the flip side, though. If Jay Walker was to walk in the ESPN studio and pull out a watermelon and a sledgehammer and smash it, I would be
2: turned up, Scott. I would be ready to run through a wall. I would. I would be. I would be ready with many, many jokes on hand.
4: <laughs>
3: many, many <laughs> if many. he just whooped out this watermelon and just was like, yeah, Norm Cages win, pow, and then smashed the watermelon, <laughs> I would probably be pumped up. And it wouldn't be good, uh, but I would be pumped up. Uh, it wouldn't be good, though.
2: <laughs> ESP 1420, ESPN1420.com, and the ESPN 1420 app. We'll take a break when we come back. The Rage of taking on ULM this Saturday. We'll give you the rundown on what Coach Napier is rolling with and who's going to pay Trey Hendrickson next year and how much. We'll dig into that as well, ESPN1420.com. Welcome back into the show, ESPN1420. From the roof in Louisiana, ESPN1420 studios, I'm Scott Prather. Norman Locke will be on Sunday morning with the morning lock-in, 8 a.m., uh first of all Norm before we uh, wrap up the show this morning uh, I just want to tell you happy Thanksgiving to you your mom your brother your whole family I hope you guys have a great holiday.
3: Oh thank you Scott me you Scott I, I hope the kids pull out the rest
2: of your hair. Ugh oh, shoot man you're going <laughs> to make me pull it out. Um ain't much left we're going to be honest here. Uh the Cajuns will uh will be tipping off their season Saturday in hoops. This Saturday, the 28th, you can catch that over on News Talk 96.5 KPL uh, As football will likely be going long, game starts at 2. These college games go pretty long with postgame and everything else, so we won't be simulcasting the basketball game this Saturday. It will be on 96.5 only, while football against ULM will be here in Hot 107.9 via Learfield IMG College. Uh, Trey Hendrickson leads the NFL in sacks. He's tied with Miles Garrett. He will be an unrestricted free agent. How much money is this guy going to? I mean, he he's, his base salary was $465,000 as a rookie, $578, then $668, and this year it's $825,000. I mean, he hasn't made a million dollars in a year um, yet. But when you lead the NFL in sacks, even when some question, well, is he really that good or not, somebody's going to pay this guy a lot of money, aren't they?
3: Oh yeah, somebody, I mean, we have one I would I wouldn't call him a one season wonder because I've been big on Trey Hendrickson. Um I mean people could pull up the tape. I said that he was a better pass rusher than Davenport two years ago. And I just I liked I liked his non-stopping motor. That's what I see from Trey Hendrickson is his motor doesn't stop. He might not be the prettiest Pass rusher. He might not have all the best swim moves and and finesse moves, or but his motor doesn't stop. And it's like when you when you got a defensive end like that who's available and has a great motor, it's 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 hard to pass up a premium pass rusher like that. So he is going to get paid. I just hope the Saints don't make the mistake of paying him like a top pass rusher because I don't know if he is. Uh, elite pass rusher he's very 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 good but i don't think he he's going to get paid like a elite pass rusher but i don't think the saints should pay him like it's going to
2: be tough uh for them to do it i mean you got a depressed salary cap coming likely they're not going to franchise tag him that would severely limit your financial flexibility i'm i'm sure that his agent's going to be seeking a multi-year extension and from what i've read they can't uh slap a tender on him because he's now four years in so he will be an unrestricted free agent and you know he feels like the kind of player the saints aren't going to be able to resign in the spring just with the salary cap plumbing it a little bit and you've got some other starters do new contracts whether it be ram or Lattimore or something like that the saints are going to have to let a lot of good players walk away next offseason folks can say what they want about mickey loomis math and all of that uh, it just feels like (laughs) it just feels like this is the window right now and they need drew Brees back um and you know if the defense keeps playing like it is this this is it they gotta it's super bowl or bust this year for the saints because hendrickson's one of a number of just really solid players that i i don't think is going to be there next year but you know four and a half sacks last season didn't play in every game nine and a half sacks this year he has started every single game in 2018, he was inactive for a bunch of games. In 2017, he was as well, even though he had a pair of sacks as a rookie. So this is a guy that's just, at 25 years old, hitting it at the right time in terms of that next contract. And, <laughs> excuse me, he's going to get paid a lot of money. So I don't think it's going to be the same, but he's going to get paid a lot of money by somebody. Do you think he'll be able to carry over that success to another team?
3: Yes and no. Do I think that he can uh... – Average nine and a half plus sacks a season. I don't think so. Depending on the team that he's going to. he He's playing on a defensive line where he's getting a lot of one-on-one blocks. Uh, if he has to go be the star defensive end for another team, I don't think the production will be as good. But I do think that he can be a career a five six sack season type of defensive in uh in some type of schemes. I I do think he can be that but to say that he's gonna you know dip into these double digit sacks going forward I don't know Scott I mean he's playing with um you know I don't think Cameron Jordan's gonna make a Hall of Fame or maybe New Orleans uh Ring of Honor but he's playing with Cam Jordan on one side, he, he has some great uh, help in the inside. He has linebackers who, I think can, Steve line who can free up is, black is Finally, line.
2: starting to play up to what we thought they were going to be this year. He's he's you're right. He's in a very good position, um, and that yeah. helps big time. I don't you know. He's not leading the league in sacks if he's in Cincinnati, but he also um, you know when you lead the NFL in sacks, I mean you you can't deny that. I mean that's. That's he's, he's a good player. He's, he's going to get a big payday. I'll be happy for him. I just don't think it's going to be with the saints. In the meantime, I'm anxious to see how high he can get. I mean, if anyone had Trey Hendrickson is leading the NFL in sacks with miles Garrett, once week 11 wrapped up, you know, go ahead and, and, and go buy a lotto ticket because you could have been the biggest Trey Hendrickson fan ever. If you thought this guy could lead the league in sacks this year, you're just lying.
3: Yeah, and it's it's leading the league as of now. You know, Miles Garrett didn't did miss a game, so um, that's the difference of them, uh, and they're tied, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah, but they're, or they're or both is, the, they're both at the
2: nine league? and a half. I just mean, look, he he might not lead, but the, he's probably going to finish at least in the top four or five, which is which is pretty crazy.
3: Yeah, he's yeah he's probably either going to finish right outside of the top five. Uh, the, the the last person in the top five has eight sacks. So, you know, I don't think – I think Bud Dupree could probably still run it up. T.J. Watt, Aaron Donald. He's playing – Den- are he's, play- he's,
2: the- he's They're playing Denver and Atlanta the next two weeks. Might get some more.
3: Those are some sackable Yeah, yeah that's backs. what I say. Yeah. He- those are sackable quarter. That's why I said he could probably finish out like right outside of the top five, I'm thinking.
2: All right. That's Norman Locke. Happy Thanksgiving, man. Enjoy the holiday. We'll be listening to you this Sunday morning, 8 a.m. Appreciate it, brother. Have a good one. All the best to your family, you too, and we'll talk Scott. soon.
3: You too, Scott. Don't eat any uh, raisins inside of your casserole. Oh, God. It sounds
2: disgusting.
3: All right. <laughs> Have a good one, everybody.
2: I will be back tomorrow morning. We've got a lot of guests lined up. Ollie Cassell of the Bird Rides talking Pelicans. We'll talk Gerald Bruce arts and Cajun football. Nick Underhill will join me. We'll talk some Saints with him. And college football guru, host of the Heisman Ceremony, play-by-play man, former uh, college game day host, the voice of Wimbledon, former voice of the X Games, does some soccer play-by-play, Chris Fowler. Will be on with me tomorrow morning as well. It's gonna be a loaded show as we get ready for the Thanksgiving holiday tomorrow morning. You don't wanna miss it. Up next, Rick Larnard filling in for Steve Peliquin on ESPN1420 and com. now I got the flow. Cause I know from the start. when you
5: that I had a I'm sure you